0: Well, hello everybody, it's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are, exactly. Right where you are, God is with you. Whether you're going through a great time or not so good time, God is with you equally. Now, we're gonna read a passage of scripture today, and it's a beautiful passage of scripture. Now, why are we reading the scriptures? And why are, what are we doing here with our daily devotionals? Our daily devotionals, the intention is to grow in our relationship with God. I'm not trying to give you an inspirational thought for the day. I'm not at all. If that's what you're looking forward to uh, looking for, uh, there are others who do that and do it very well, but I'm not trying to give you an inspirational thought. I'm trying to help you grow in your relationship with God. And so when you listen, I I, want to say to you, what I often do is listen to God, listen to God, listen to God. Don't listen to me as much as you would listen to God in your heart. My words will pass away, but you want to hear the Lord in your life. And if you hear God in your life, it will last uh, over and over. Well, I'm going to read uh, this passage of scripture and I pray it blesses you. We're going to read from Mark chapter eight, verse 22. And it says, they came to death, Seder, and some people brought a blind man to him and begged him to touch him. And he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the village. And when he put saliva in his eyes and laid his hands on him, he asked him, can you see anything? And the man looked up and said, I can see people, but they look like trees walking. And then Jesus laid his hands on his eyes again, and he looked intently and and his sight was restored and he saw everything clearly. And then he sent him away to his home saying, do not even go into the village. It's a great passage of scripture. There's so much in this. Uh, Jesus comes to a village Bethsaida, and they bring a blind man to him. And what do they want? They want healing. See, Jesus' reputation had gone before him, and uh, people were bringing people to him. And what does Jesus do? Jesus takes the man, and and what does it say? He took the, the blind man by the hand, and he led him out of the village. He takes the blind man, he takes him out of the village, and he does the healing there. And then in verse 26, when the healing has been done, he says this, Then he, that's Jesus, sent him away to his home saying, do not even go into the village. So they come to Jesus. They say, will you heal this blind man? What's the first thing Jesus do? Takes him outside. When the healing has occurred, what does he say to him? Don't go back into the village. See, for many of us, when we want to make real change in our life, we really want to make change. We're looking for healing, for wholeness, for difference in our life. Sometimes what we have to do is walk away from the environment that we know. Sometimes we've got to walk away and outside of the, the relationships that we have. Sometimes we've got to change the habits that we have because those things prevent God working in our life. And sometimes it can be the environment. Uh, sometimes it can be relationships and sometimes the relationships that hold us back from responding to God as best we can. Sometimes are people who love us tremendously, for example, when I first began to talk about doing this kind of work, I'm married, I'm not a priest, uh, I'm, I'm a married person. And I remember going to my dad and mum and saying, hey, I have this thought that I think there's a way to share the gospel and to be able to do it differently and to be able to do it as a, as a, a lay person. And I remember, I remember my dad used to say to me, son, but people aren't doing that. People aren't doing that who are like you. And, uh, and my dad used to say to me, son, get a safe job. Get a secure job, son, because what would the security be? And at the time he was right, there wasn't anybody doing it. I remember talking to an archbishop and him saying to me, Bruce, he says you're alone. He's, and I, but I remember the archbishop saying to you, you must not give up. My dad was saying, don't do it, you must give up. Now, why was my dad saying that? Because he didn't love me? No, my dad loved me tremendously. My dad was an awesome, amazing, incredible man. But it was because he loved me. He didn't want to see me get hurt. And sometimes what we have to do, even to people who love us, we've got to limit what we allow to touch us because it can hinder what God wants to do in us. You all know what I mean by that. It's not that you cut them out of your life. It's that sometimes you have to prevent what's said to you, stopping you from being who God wants you to be. So Jesus takes them out of the environment the blind man out of the environment where who knows why? Maybe because there was unbelief there. Maybe it was because, you know, people are going to ridicule and criticize this. And maybe Jesus was saying, hey, now the change, now the healing has come in your life. Don't go back in there to those voices that will go, oh, it's not true. That's not real. That doesn't work. That it'll only last for a moment. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Sometimes we've got to make the change for the healing to come into our life. Where in your life today do you need to limit the voices that speak to you because you want to make change in your life? Where is it today that you need to change the habit or take yourself into a different place where you'll have to develop a different habit because your habit has you captured? And so the change that God wants to bring in your life can't come about because habit takes over. Maybe there are changes that you can make. Why don't you take that to prayer and ask God's blessing in it. Well, as we conclude today, I want to ask you, would you help me? As I often ask, I'm going to ask you today if you'll stand with me financially. Proclaiming the gospel is tremendously difficult, and yet it changes lives. We're only a few days away, a couple of weeks away from Lent, and, and people who met us last year, I'm getting email after email and messages from people and calls from people, I only connected with you 12 months ago and it's had tremendous change in my life Uh, that wasn't because of me that was because so many people helped me find those people Uh, the gospel changes lives it brings healing to people it brings hope to people and and if you want to reach your children your sons your daughters your husbands your wives we have to sow into the gospel message and maybe what we're doing that god would use us for that so i'm asking if you will help I wanna thank all our faith builders, the people who give regularly, Uh, but I wanna thank all our faith builder partners, our faith builder partners who come along and have set up a way through our website where they contribute every week or every month, uh, every couple of months. And what they've done is that we can rely on that so that we can continue to proclaim the gospel. Can I ask you today to, to please give prayerful consideration to helping proclaim the gospel so that people can change their lives, just as we've read in the scripture today move out of environments to be the women, the men that God is calling them to be. Let me pray for you. Loving Father, I thank you today that you're with us. Allow us to hear your voice, to experience you and to know you powerfully. Lord God, and bless us as we give and bless us as we change the environments we're in in order to be the men and women that you're calling us to be. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all, everybody. See you next time. And don't forget, wherever you are, that God is with you.